were you aware that there was going to be a male playing against you? Well, after all, biological males, they, they're they totally different. I mean, they look different, they play different. So it was really obvious that we were playing against a biological male and it was really it was really weird um weird atmosphere no one really knew what to do about it hello everyone and welcome to this is a woman podcast i am sophia laurie and i am the host of this is a woman podcast and today i have such an exciting and interesting guest for you all Her name is Peyton McNabb, and she just finished up high school, but when she was a senior in high school, she played volleyball. She was a three-sport athlete, but while playing volleyball, she was forced to play against a man, a biological male identified as a female and was at one of the schools that they played against. And when playing against them, she suffered a major injury So I'm going to show you all just the clip real quick of what happened to her. So you can see she got spiked in the face with the volleyball by a biological male who is stronger and taller and can hit the ball harder than females because that's just biological truth. She suffered a concussion and extreme injuries and thinks she is still suffering from nearly a year later. And I'm excited for you all to be able to hear firsthand from her, firsthand about how her faith in Jesus Christ has gotten her through this and how she is using her own story to now protect future girls from having to experience this. And Peyton, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So Peyton, I already kind of told the listeners a little bit, just a quick snippet of your story, but you right now, you've kind of gone from an athlete to an activist. Um, Can you share about your story in volleyball and the injury that happened to you that has now led to your activism? Yeah, so this is definitely something I didn't ever expect to happen. Um, I've been a three-sport athlete my whole life, so I've really shaped my whole life around playing sports ever since I could walk. So this is a really big and important thing for me, the whole incident in general. I mean, me not being able to continue my last year of high school in sports and my one of my favorite sports and um, – you know, all the injuries that came along with it. I suffered from partial paralysis on my right side, vision issues, and just missed out on lots of opportunities because of this incident. So I I knew it was the right thing to speak out because I wouldn't want any other girl to have to go through this. Mm -hmm. And so this incident of you getting spiked in the head with the volleyball, it happened basically (laughs) a year ago now, correct? Yes, ma'am. And... So are you still having side effects from this injury? I am. Um, Of course, they're not as severe as they were from the beginning. I am slowly recovering, thankfully. 
but there still is a lot of issues that I'm still dealing with. My vision is still pretty impaired. Um, my memory is getting better, but I still I still get flustered that I can't remember things, and um, just a lot of the a lot of the issues that my body is dealing with that I didn't deal with before. It's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And going into this match, were you aware that there was going to be a male who identifies as a female, so a trans-identifying female, playing against you? Well, after all, biological males, they, they're they totally different. I mean, they look different, they play different, so it was really obvious that we were playing against a biological male and it was really it was really weird um weird atmosphere no one really knew what to do about it and you know but yeah we definitely knew we could tell by the way they played no other female played like that especially any of the teams we played against so yeah it was it was common knowledge between mm-hmm. everybody all the fans all the team members the coaches everybody mm-hmm. And I played volleyball when I was younger. I played club in high school for a little bit. And I remember, you know, like during warm-ups, like both teams were warming up. And then the way it worked for me is then each team got like a certain amount of minutes to warm up. So that way they can use the net and do all that. And when the other team would go, our like my coach would have a stand there and like watch. Like look for which player seems to have the best hit. Look at that. And how was it during warm-ups being able to tell that there was a biological male being ready to play against you? Was there a fear? Was there even thoughts of being injured? Or was it just this is awkward and weird? It was all the emotions. Of course, it, it was a lot of fear, especially with the younger girls on the team. And, yeah, our coach did the same thing, made us stand there and watch every team. Um, to see, like you said, which key players we needed to watch out for. And we we even had to, since we knew this in the beginning, the day before, like the practices before the game, we would have to think about things to be able to play this player back. Um, Because this was not something we ever had to practice beforehand because no other team had this issue. So yeah, the fear and just the weird feelings in general, watching them play and hit it so hard and just thinking, you know, what if they hit me? I'm not going to be able to return the ball. Um, Are we going to win this game because of this? Like, it's just a lot of emotions that are just piled up on each other. Mm -hmm. And something um, that might not be common knowledge to a lot of people is in men's volleyball, the net is actually higher than the women's net when they play. And that's because men are bigger, men can jump higher, just all of the different reasons. And so now you're playing against this man who's using a woman's net and is going to be stronger and all these things. But you were injured like over a year ago. It led to a concussion. And I think something that's important to know is when you play sports, there is that risk of injury. There is the opportunity, or not opportunity, but there's the risk of getting a concussion, tearing your ACL, all these different things. But you play a sport knowing that and knowing that you can get injured by another girl. But this is a whole different thing is as a female like you talked about men hit the ball harder and you have to be prepared for that when you shouldn't be forced into that situation so a man spiking the ball into your face it is going to you're not 
signing up for that. You're not signing up for those risks when you play a female sport. And so can you talk a little bit about how you went from being an athlete to now kind of an activist and a voice defending um, women's sports and what led to that? Yeah, so the whole incident in general, obviously, um, like I said, this is not something I ever thought I'd be doing uh, or public speaking at all. I actually, I took one public speaking class and I failed it and that's the only class I've ever failed in my whole life. So. Uh, I never thought this would ever be happening, but the Lord has his ways and um, I believe things happen for a reason. So I'm just gonna do what his plan has laid out for me and hopefully there's some good that comes out of it. I think there already has been and I'm just gonna continue to do this so that there's more because I don't want my sister to have to even think about this being an issue or um, a risk for her. I want her to be able to have the same opportunities as I have. And, you know, I want my future daughters to not even know, like, this could be a possibility that boys are even, there's even a chance they could play against her. So mm-hmm. that's why yeah. I'm doing this. I that's believe amazing. the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think, I really think the Lord just kind of throws things in our paths. It's like, I never saw this coming. I never knew this was going to happen. But I think that's what makes your story powerful, too. You weren't just trying to be an activist and look for something to talk about. Like, this is an event that you firsthand had to suffer through. And you don't want other girls, like you said, you don't want your younger sisters to have to deal with the same situation and so i'm so grateful and proud of you for speaking out on this and um one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is you're from north carolina correct yes ma'am perfect and so you've been going and speaking in north carolina regarding some legislation to protect women's sports correct Yes. Perfect. And what has that experience been like? Has everyone just been welcoming and encouraging? Has there been hate and backlash from speaking out about this? So the support is overwhelming. It's a lot more than you would think. Um, I've only gotten pretty much a handful compared to how much positive feedback I've gotten. So especially in North Carolina, everyone seems to really be on my side of things and pushing for the good and what they know is right but it's just there's certain people that are stopping that from happening like our governor governor cooper he just doesn't see the issue in this whole um this whole situation which i don't understand how he couldn't since he has daughters but that's besides the point but uh we're hoping for an override and we have really good people in our house and um so we're just praying that's all we can do is pray for an override and hopefully good things will come amazing and i think you being there to like share your story and again for them to firsthand hear how girls are being affected by this um is so powerful because nowadays what we're seeing because we're seeing you we're seeing riley Gaines, we're seeing macy petty we're seeing all these girls in women's sports come out and speak out against trans um, identifying people playing in our sports and I think we're seeing a lot of people call it transphobic if you don't want males and female sports and maybe you can touch because I think we're on the same page not wanting men and women's sports is not anything to do with being transphobic it's with common sense can you touch a little bit on that 
Yeah, I, I do get the remark that I'm transphobic and I know that other girls do as well. But uh, for me and for them, like none of us are saying anything about transgender people. Um, no one's missing out on opportunities. It's just the girls are. The girls are being pushed aside and that's what we're fighting for. So the trans identifying athletes can still play sports. No one's saying they can't. They just need to play in their biological um, sport. So that's what everyone's saying. So the biological or the sorry, the transphobic remarks and the hateful remarks, no one's hateful. This whole thing is just a pro women issue and that's all we're fighting for. So I think those remarks are just, they don't know what else to say. So they just have to throw names around. Mm -hmm. And now that you've been speaking out on this, the um, male that you played against, has he come out and said anything response? Has he reached out to you? Has there been any contact? What's going on with that? So he never reached out to me once until after the first time I spoke out, which was in April. He sent me a message on Instagram, and it was it was just a short little message. I had no remorse. It was just a little hateful comment, and um, that's the first and last time I'd ever heard from him. The no one else in his family or anybody else has spoke out or said anything else. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's it's a interesting thing because i mean from everything i've seen from you talking about this and all that you haven't even personally said anything negative about this person and it doesn't even have to do with like who the person is and their heart and all these things it has to do just with biological facts and i think there's so many people that don't um currently see a problem with it and here you are saying no i went through an awful injury and because of a male and stuff. And what, I know we touched on this a little bit ago, but what are your thoughts when people say, well, you signed up for a sport, like you might get injured because of that. What are your thoughts regarding this situation? Yeah, so um, like I said, I was a three sport athlete. So I've always been aware to the fact that there is a risk playing sports, Um, but playing against other women like that's the whole that's the whole thing there are men's and women's sports categories for a reason um there are psychological difference between the two sexes and like for example with wrestling and boxing there's weight categories for fairness and to prevent injuries and just the fact is bodies play sports not identities Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an important to make point to make. Like you were prepared to be injured potentially, like of those risks by women. And um, I saw um, a little report on the fact that the man who played against you, or the boy who played against you, did reply to like a comment on your TikTok account and or on someone's TikTok account regarding the subject, and he said. I literally hit her because she pulled off the net when she was supposed to be blocking and she gave me an easy shot down the line. And I obviously didn't mean to hit her in the face. Like I'm not actually evil in the way that you think I am, believe it or not. And I wanna touch on that last line there. He says, I'm not actually evil in the way that you think I am. And I mean, I don't think anyone is saying or thinking this person is evil, correct? Yeah, no one has ever said that. Uh, that 
a whole comment. I did see that. I didn't even see that personally. I just saw that in the article that you're reading from. Mm -hmm. um, there was TikToks made about the situation uh, saying like, you know, I, the, this whole thing has ruined his senior year. And um, like he said, I was supposed to be blocking, but with our team, we I didn't I never blocked because I'm not tall enough to even touch the top of the net. So that was never what we set up or plan to do to any other team or in any other game because we've never had to prepare for a hitter like that. So that totally disregards that comment. Um, so yeah, I don't think anyone's ever said he was evil or even hinted towards that. Mm -hmm. And that's um, another point that I saw that you made via Twitter is you talk about what happened to you was 100% preventable. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, there wasn't laws in place that stated men can't play in women's sports. And, you know, like we have the whole Title IX to protect women's sports and that's kind of being thrown out the door. Um, Mm -hmm. So with all of that going on, and now you're speaking up, you're speaking in favor of bills to protect women's sports, a lot of people are targeting that bill as just an anti-trans bill. Can you touch on why it's not anti-trans, but it's just pro-woman and pro-biology? Yeah, again, like no one's saying they can't play. They're, they can play in their biological sex's uh, team. So... Another thing, like, people will take that and they'll say, you know, why didn't you just play if you knew? And I, to answer that and the question you just asked, if women don't fight for their Title IX rights and they just roll over and step aside for the men to take over, in a sense, then there won't be women's sports. And that's the whole reason for the bills and the whole reason these women and these girls are fighting for this cause. Mm-hmm. And when you started fighting and speaking out about this, it wasn't like immediately after, because one, you had to get like through just some of the side effects of this injury. But um, two, from what I've kind of heard about you is it sounds like maybe you waited until you were 18 to start speaking out about this. Is this correct? Yeah, so I did get injured last September and it did take me a while to even, you know, get back to my normal self in a sense, I guess. But my parents told me, you can wait till you're 18, speak out. We're not gonna like, make you do anything you don't wanna do. Uh, they obviously knew I would do the right thing. And um, of course they're totally on my side about it, but they weren't gonna make me do anything. So they said, when you're 18, you can decide what you wanna do. And I turned 18 in March and um, in April, I spoke out for the first time and I still didn't know quite when I wanted to kind of get it going, but the bill was uh, trying to be passed in North Carolina. So I skipped school and went to Raleigh and that was the first time I spoke out and um, it was, it just completely blew up from there. So I didn't really know what was gonna happen. I just knew that my story could help. If my story could help in any way, then I would try to help as much as I could. Yeah, and like it, it evidently is helping. I mean, your story is already making such a big difference in North Carolina and across the country. Um, so on that, what advice or what do you want to say to other girls that are currently in high school or playing sports and 
they're afraid they're not going to be able to succeed in their sports because of men or they are kind of kind of put in the same situation that you were put in do you have any advice that you can give to those girls see that's a hard thing because you know especially for younger girls they don't really understand what's going on and Mm -hmm. um i don't think i never think that girls should just stop playing and kind of boycott it to hopefully see a difference because that's that's essentially kind of like giving up and letting them take over so i think continuing to fight and speak out for what you know is right can help as much as it can and just bring others to help you do the right thing and hopefully this won't be an issue for much longer and girls won't even have to worry about that and you make such a great point i've been seeing all over social media like especially like from like adults saying it's girls are gonna have to start sitting out girls are gonna have to stop playing or sit like choosing to stay out of that game if they're put in a position against a transgender identifying person and I played like I mentioned earlier I played volleyball for a little bit but my main sport was soccer and I played college soccer and I have been out of college for two years, so I haven't played college soccer in two years, and I would do anything to just be able to play one game again. Like, I miss it, I love Mm -hmm. it. And so the thought of telling girls to sit out of a game or to not play, it's, it's, like, I understand it's the whole boycott idea, but that's such a hard thing Mm -hmm. to tell an athlete. Like, oh, sit out of that game, because in a way it does feel like you're letting the other side win in that very moment in that game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so for parents, like I have a lot of parents that have younger children that listen to this podcast and then as well as like a lot of high schooler girls, what are ways they can get involved? Because a lot of people are angry and upset about everything that's going on, but they don't know if what if they can join a group that's doing something. Is there a group that you're partnered with that they can follow along and in order to help out? Yeah, so I'm actually a spokeswoman for Independent Women's Forum. Um, there's Independent Women's Forum, Voice, and Network. And there's plenty of links. You can sign your name and um, sign up for different things like that. So I think that's a good start. And, and just reaching out to them, they're going to help. They're really, oh, gosh. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> I shared a spell. All good. Um, they're, they're super helpful. And... They will help as much as they can. So I think just reaching out and finding those links and signing your name and um, just kind of taking a stance on what you believe in, that's definitely a good way to get involved. Perfect. And all for everyone that's listening or watching, I'll tag the Independent Women Forum information so you guys can all easily click on it and help get involved. But I want to touch on also in the beginning, you were mentioning that um, God's kind of put this in your life to use you for it and you weren't expecting it. Can you touch on maybe how your faith has helped you get through? I mean, this injury happened to you in September and you said you were a three sport athlete. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. So you were a three sport athlete. So that means based off of this injury, you were done for sports the rest of your senior year. Is that correct? I still played because um, they didn't want me to, but I really wanted to because I love sports. And um, obviously I couldn't perform like I could in the past. And it was kind of my coaches really had to watch me and I couldn't do certain things. But um, I got better as the 
as the year went along, but mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely did uh, put a put a damper on the rest of my sports for the year. And so I know it's so easy to find your identity in your sports and that's like who you are. Who are you? Oh, I'm a volleyball player. Like that's who I am and stuff. And so when you get injured, whether you're fully out and you're done or whether you have to be out a couple months and like you said, you weren't able to perform like you used to be able to perform and you were out from volleyball for a little bit and stuff. How like with your faith was that able to help get you through this and kind of identifying in like your faith in Christ and things like that was that did that play a big role oh yeah 100% I wouldn't be able to do anything that I've been doing or I have done in the past without him um I'm incredibly incredibly thankful to have a father that is so kind and uh just helps me get through the worst things he brings light to the the darkness and um yeah he's helped me be able to be bold enough to speak out because like I said I'm not a public speaker at all but uh through him he's using me to be one and um I like to tell the story because it's like people can relate to it kind of I guess but you know the what would Jesus do bracelets mm-hmm. yeah I wear one all the time and you know I shouldn't I don't like use it as much as I should, but I remember thinking, you know, should I put myself out there? Should I tell the story? Uh, This is my first kind of normal year of high school because of COVID and all that stuff. So I I was really debating it. And then I I see the bracelet and I'm like, well, what would Jesus do? Obviously he gave his whole life for me and um, I can give up half of my or my whole senior year to help anyone that needs it and the rest of his children so he's been a really great part of this and all glory to him and I'm very thankful to know him and um I couldn't do anything without him that story like gave me the chills like I love like (laughs) I love like that's how you saw it like you said you Mm -hmm. took one public speaking class and you failed it did do well like you don't (laughs) like to public speak and here you are in a situation where you have a story you can use at this point speaking out isn't going to do anything for you personally i mean you finished up your season you finished up sports like you can't go back and change what happened so you're now sitting in this situation all right do i speak out where it's really not going to benefit my story and what happened with me but it can help others or do i stay silent because i'm scared or i don't want to and all that and I think it's amazing that you were able to like look at that bracelet and just go, what would Jesus do? And like, I, that's so powerful because so many people today are so afraid to speak out, unfortunately. Whether, I mean, it's one thing for girls and younger people to be afraid, but so many parents and adults aren't speaking out and defending what's right. And you at 18 years old were like, what would Jesus do? All right, doing that. So I absolutely love that. I think that, like that one clip alone, everyone just listen to that. Take that away from today. What would you just do? Do it. So yes. that's yes. amazing. <laughs> yes. And so you went through the injury, finished senior year. You're going to be off to college soon all these different things. Do you plan to continue to speak out at different things? Like, where do you see this going? Is it just if a door opens where you can make a difference, you'll go do it? Are you going to start? Like, what what do you foresee with just being an activist on all this? 
So another thing, I've never had a set career um, in mind. So I've always said whatever the Lord's plan is, and I think that he's showing his plan pretty well. So I'm going to continue doing it as much as I can and helping as much as I can, and we'll just see where it goes from there. Amazing. I love that. And I've just been loving watching all your stuff and everything you've been speaking out on. And so do you have like a social media that people can follow along to see what you're up to? Would you just recommend them following the Independent Women's Forum? Is there your account you want people to follow? What what about that? Um, yeah, either one. Independent Women, really, they really post a lot of good information. I don't, I don't really post, I don't really know how to post all that stuff. I have a Twitter account. I don't even know the handle for it because I just got it for this and I don't really know how to work it, but um, I guess you can follow me there. I don't know the handle though. Perfect. <laughs> no worries. All independent women's. Perfect. All right. I'll look up your Twitter handle and I'll put it in the caption. So everyone listening, you can go follow along on her Twitter and independent woman forum. And something I kind of like to just do at the end is I like to open up the floor. If you have any stories you want to talk about, any advice you want to give to girls, because I mean, ultimately like there's, or even like there's a lot of dads that listen to this podcast and want to know how to best provide and stand up for their daughter. So I'm just going to open up the floor for that, for you to share what's on your heart. If you feel like there hasn't been something you've been able to say yet. So the floor is yours. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so yeah, like you said about the dads. I think that's a big that's a big deal. I know uh, men are kind of hesitant on getting involved in this because it's really like a really big women issue, and they kind of don't know what to say. But I think that they can play a really big role in this. Um, my dad was kind of hesitant at first, and I think he's really starting to notice that the men have a, just as much as a say as we do, and. Um, we need men and we need dads and grandpas, uncles, you know, cousins to stand up and um, help this movement as much as they can. Perfect. Yeah, I I think, like you said, men maybe don't think they have a voice in this movement or are scared to say something. But women, we're going to stand up for ourselves. But ultimately, I mean, biblically, men are supposed to be our protectors and providers. So we need them to step into this realm as well. So I'm assuming for all the dads that are listening, the best place to send them is also Independent Women Forum, correct? Yeah, that's the only place I can <laughs> <Perfect>. think of. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yeah. So all you dads, brothers, cousins, uncles, everything, go check that place out to figure out how you can best defend your daughter and her being able to play sports. Um, and one last thing for all the, everyone listening and for myself, what's the best way we can be praying for you right now, whether it's on the whole issue with your injury or just anything, what's the best way we can be praying for you? Um, yes, yeah, so I need as much boldness as you can pray. I need as much wisdom and courage and I can always use more. So that would be great. Perfect. Well, we'll be praying for you for that, Peyton. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for just being a bold voice and sharing your story. I know everything that you've had to say today is going to be so informative to all that are listening. And so I'm so appreciative of you and all you're doing. And we will be praying for you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.